Welcome to the Post Purchase Pro Podcast. This is the only podcast that dives deep into post-purchase marketing to help Amazon sellers increase sales, ranking, reviews, and profits. It's everything that happens after the initial sale that makes a difference. We call this the back end. Back at it again, Sean. Oh, I man, you, <laughs> you pulled the trigger quick that time. So, uh, yeah, I, I love the intro there. I saw that you were off camera, so I didn't know I had to be right on top of things. <laughs> Welcome back to another episode of the Post-Purchase Podcast with Seth Stevens and myself, Sean Hart. Just put in a new camera here, so I apologize. I'm looking a little ghostly. But, Seth, I love the halo around my head showing off the, uh, the angelic uh, personality that I have. Yeah, I'm not sure about that, Sean, but you do look like a pasty white guy. Thank you. Just so, call me talky white. <laughs> so, guys, let's bring in one of the most fun guests that we've been looking forward to, Mr. Raphael, uh, founder of Share It Studio. Raphael, I'm super excited for today. Um, I know you and Sean had a ton of fun in your studio, so we're looking to turn up the heat, uh, you know, quote unquote, with with our episode today. Welcome to the show, my friend. Thanks, man. Appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me. I know you guys are very busy. Sean is like a rock star, man. He's traveling all the time. So just being here is, is actually an honor for me. I got your book right here. Oh, so, nice. Yeah. That was not a paid promotion, by the way. <laughs> it's hard library, man. Are you kidding me? Uh, no, thank you, guys. Thank you for having me. We're, we're going to have to upgrade you to a hardcover, man. I got one right here with your name on it. You guys got to sign it, though. You guys got to sign it. Yeah, yeah. We'll mail it. I want to flip that. <laughs> Sounds good. This is going to be a lot of fun. We interview people once a month. And when I saw you on the schedule, Raphael, I was so excited because like Seth said, I had a great time with you and your audience in, in Miami in that super chic apartment that you uh, set up your studio in. Super cool, Seth. You have to check it out if you get an opportunity. So I've been looking forward to talking to you and and, and dissecting some of the things that you're seeing around the industry. I understand you, you were just uh, yesterday or on your way back from the Tampa meetup group, which I'm going to be down there in October. It's going to be a lot of fun, but really looking forward to diving into that brain of yours and figuring out what's going on. I know you're a content creating master. Every time I see you're recording something and then you, you, you share it with me and the honest to God, man, I don't know what to do with it. I'm looking for an easy button. So why don't you introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about share it studio and, and why you do what you do. Yeah, um, for sure. I started Amazon in 2017. I actually started law in um, law school back in Venezuela. I'm from Venezuela in 2009, when I, 2008, when I graduated from high school. Um, and after that, um, I didn't like law, so I went. I moved into into filmmaking. I went to Full Sail University. It's located in Orlando, Florida. Um, my dad hated it because my dad's a lawyer, so he's like paying all this money, and he's like, "Ah, oh, man, you gotta switch from this to this. You gotta be broke your whole life." I'm like, "Dad." It's not about the money. It's about living the life. Wait, wait uh, a second. Did he say it's not about the money? No, I said it. Oh, uh, I said you're, it. You're on the you're on the wrong podcast, man. <laughs> no, so I was like, I was like, that's not about money. It's about living life. Um, surely enough, um, uh, I was wrong. Um, so I was like, in 20, 2017, I was working for Nickelodeon at the time, and um, one thing led to another. I started creating content for a, a friend, my boss, an executive producer at that time. And he's like, I have a product on Amazon that I really, uh, I really love, but it's doing really bad. Um, it's a coffee machine. So I started creating content for him. And he's like, hey, this video that you created is actually doing very, very well. Do you know how to take photos? I'm like, of course. So I, I met with my mentor. I was trying to do a side hustle. I was doing real estate. 
uh, restaurants, um, gastronomy. I was trying to do music. I was doing music videos. I was doing a bunch of stuff outside of, of Nickelodeon because I hated the, the nine to five. So I found my Amazon's. Uh, I found Amazon about Amazon, and I jumped into. You guys remember Jungle Scout? They had a oh, yes. the, the yeah, kitty. Yeah, they had a they had a um, a marketplace for creators. So my mentor's like, "Hey, man, why don't you just be the best at Amazon?" I'm like, "Well, the content's pretty bad, actually. I think I could pull it off." Um, so I went in there, and people started hiring me. I got up to a hundred plus uh, reviews on, on Jungle Scott, all five stars. So when I started making enough money from that, I quit my full time job. And I actually went to work for Amazon as a, as a delivery driver um, because I wanted to see inside of the belly of the beast, right? To understand more. And this is the first time, the last time I was like, a, Uh-oh, you were driving the, uh, oh my gosh. You're, you're you can see, I don't know why I not see. Well, it's right here. You got to right get here. your handsome face out. It's, it's tracking you. Okay. Yeah. So I, I delivered 195 packages that day, last day. So yeah, so it was it was um, it was fun. Um, I did that for like two months, uh, so I kind of understand the company a little bit, the culture of it, um, and then we just start creating content like crazy. Uh, we just focus on content. We haven't diverged from anything else, um, and that's how we got here. That's why. why so, so you started Nickelodeon. Now, I go way back. I'm really long in the tooth, you know, and earned a lot of gray hair. I used to watch the Nickelodeon channel growing up, you know, and it was sort of like risque, if you would. We kind of had to hide it from the parents because, you know, it wasn't really like PG-13, but they were saying some things that were sort of unorthodox. So a bonus question, since I'm a carny and I already know the answer, what the heck does Nickelodeon mean, Raphael? Do you know? I have no idea, honestly. No idea. Nickelodeon no. was the, the term that they used for these early uh, projector type of motion motion films. And it was jukebox style where you could watch the the film by placing a nickel in the into yes. the uh yeah you knew that right so yeah, music yeah. Or, or films uh normally price of about a nickel for entry and it was like pay-per-view so just quick history lesson there i love nickelodeon as a kid so um what what i wanted to ask you about about your content because a lot of amazon sellers out there are all juiced up rafael about about the importance of external traffic to amazon listings and i know that uh, through several different social media channels um, that, that folks are using, LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram and all these, there there are certain things or certain triggers that you can pull where you're going to get the maximum, the maximum effect or the maximum benefit on Amazon with the minimum effective dose or the minimum effective input into that channel. And for you, how important is that external traffic from social media and how are you generating so much content, not only by yourself, but also that user generated content across the board? Yeah, it's extremely important to, to drive traffic from outside of Amazon, you know, by building your email list or having your community or, or anything that drives traffic outside of Amazon to Amazon, you bring in clients, Amazon appreciates that because they still want to be number one. Obviously, they're making a profit of what you bring outside of Amazon. So that's good for you. You also want to be careful not to rely heavily on Amazon. Obviously, like you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket. Um, that's why uh, you know I, I actually respect a lot what you guys are doing because you're trying to protect the seller at the end, which is uh, uh, basically being um, how do you say that in English? I completely forgot. Uh, bulletproof their their business. Bulletproof. Okay. Yes, bulletproof your business by by having something outside of Amazon, right? Which is great. 
Um, the way we do it at Share Studio is we try to make content, if it's outside of Amazon, is that drives traffic to Amazon. So, for example, um, there are the two, that there's several types of videos that I use on Amazon. The most important for me are the ones that drive traffic and increase conversions, right? So, for increased conversions, there's the listing videos, premium A plus videos, Amazon store videos, related videos, um, a bunch of other videos. And then you got the sponsor ad videos, which is the ones that appear in the search results because everybody knows Amazon is a search engine. You just, uh, it's like a mall, you're there, right? So they look for <laughs> um, watches and, you know, you, they put wristwatch for men and then a bunch of watches appear. So, you know, it's hilarious you, that you brought up a watch, isn't it, Seth? It is. I'll tell you later. <laughs> <laughs> um, so if you want to drive traffic, from um, to Amazon or increase brand awareness, you need to create these type of, um, I call it Super Bowl commercials. It's a short commercial that just attracts attention to the Amazon to the Amazon listing. So that's the way we drive traffic the most is by creating content that just incentivizes people to learn more about the brand. Yeah, this is really good, Raphael. And I think a lot of sellers, they, they didn't come from this world. You know, they were traditionally trained uh, from a course, you know, uh, that just teaches them the bare bones of how do we actually get the, the structure of an Amazon business kind of in place, but they don't have any idea about marketing. They have no idea about content mm -hmm. um, right. creation. And a lot of sellers come to us and say, I know that I need this, but I have no idea where to start, who to use, you know, anything. Um, so what would be like the, the basics that I need to get right? If I'm an Amazon seller, I have no content either on Amazon or off of Amazon. What's like the 80-20 here? Where should I start to produce results to get some momentum? Man, that is such a good question. I, honestly, 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 I've never been asked this question. I've been a couple of podcasts already. <laughs> but no, no, I'll be honest. Like no, no, um, uh, no uh, uh, pat on the shoulder on the back or anything. Honestly, that is that is um, that is a really good question. I actually start a lot of my my my, my tech talks, my speaking sessions with. I'm not here to teach how to be a, a, a photographer or an editor or a graphic yeah. designer or a filmmaker because you're not. The point of your business is to grow your business, right? That's the that's the point, literally, to make the most sound decision into which are you going to invest into the next product. How can you leverage your email list to launch new products? Um, where you should invest the money to put into PPC? Is this video going to be better than this one? So how how would you? make the assumption that you're taking the right decision by being as prepared as possible. So that's the, that's what I try to teach when I, I give talks or when we render services is to give you the best possible outcome. So the first thing I believe Amazon search didn't take account is that they have to accept that they aren't, they shouldn't be a jack of all trades. That's, that's the first thing that I learned from my business. Um, when I, when, when I started the first, year I did my taxes on my, by my own. That <laughs> <laughs> was pretty harsh. That was pretty harsh. And I got in a lot of trouble, honestly. Um, and uh, I, don't, I wouldn't recommend it until I found somebody. And, and this guy's trained in, uh, in law school, right? And you're trying yeah, to do yeah. your own taxes? Yes. So, so Can I you imagine I, me representing myself in a legal battle. Yeah, man. No, that was that was fun. No, hey, you would get out of it, man. I, I honestly believe. You think you I could sell a jury? <laughs> I honestly believe you would get out of it. Okay, um, well. Seth, but you for sure, man. For sure, you would get out of it. That's funny. Um, so no, so so yeah. That's the, the first thing would be to hire professional people to be on on to to 
create this content for you. If you don't have the means, it, it's okay. Then you should definitely start yourself like I did it. But when you get to a, to a certain threshold, you should definitely delegate that. But let's just say it's somebody who just started, right? And they have bare minimum and they're just, they're, they're barely can scratch, you know, money here, money there from the families to start a business because they want to escape that nine to five um, rat race. I would say the first thing you have to consider is driving traffic to their listing. That's the most important thing. You drive traffic and you start creating that email list because that is going to help you drive more. Uh, when you launch your next product, that's, that's going to be a facilitator. That's going to be something that's going to be like a support, like crutches for you to, to launch into a smoother transition to your second product because you want to have, well, for me, at least what I do as, a, as an Amazon seller as well is I have several products and my income just, just doesn't come from one listing. It comes from several <laughs> listings. Okay. Um, All right. So let me, yeah. I know I've been to your studio in Miami, um, an amazing experience, uh, very professional and enjoyed it. So for, for those Amazon sellers, I know you create content for brands and things like that. So let's talk about that a little bit. What is, when it comes to creating the content, when you, when you're working with a brand, cause I know I understand you do this as a service. What is the mistake that you see a lot of sellers making that could easily be avoided Raphael if they would first engage with a professional? Yeah, quality or perceived value of the product. Um, so the way your listing looks is how the buyer is going to perceive the quality of your product. So if you have very bad images, the buyer automatically is going to very bad lighting. So very bad. <laughs> they're just going to assume it's a very bad podcast. I'm just kidding. Um, no, honestly, they're, they're going to if, if the listing is it looks bad, um, the buyer is going to automatically subconsciously perceive like the product is bad so it's like you know you're investing you have 50k for budget and you're investing 40k into inventory and setting up the business and now you're looking like oh let me put just 5k into ppc and the next 5k into into something else and then you just leave a thousand dollars for marketing like just content creation like it's not really gonna translate um it's not gonna do good so i would say drive traffic hero images sponsor ads videos have all your list your images in place after all your images are perfect, create a really good A-plus content. Make sure it's organic. By organic, I mean that you're using a real-life model. If you want to sell a watch, don't put it in like, you know, like fake it. You know, when you montage one image over and post one image into the other one, actually have somebody wear that watch <laughs> or it's a cologne or something. Don't fake it. <laughs> yeah, don't fake it until you make it. Uh, no, no, honestly, honestly, uh, have that. So I would say images, drive traffic. Make sure you have a very good hero images. Image, drive traffic, create with uh, with a hero image or sponsor out a video. Have the full list of images, really good images, and have a really good A-plus content. Then we'll the videos. Speaking it's of good. watches, take a side trip here. We just interviewed this, uh, this beautiful human um, who is doing logistics as a service. And um, he was talking about this new watch that he purchased, and he loved it so much. But he could not tell me for the life of him what the name of the watch is. So <laughs> I bet you, without looking, Raphael can tell you the the brand of watch that he's got on. Yeah, uh, it's a, it's a small it's it's a little tech hewer um, that I got. So my, one of the things my mentor told me is that um, you should definitely give um, to charity, uh, to church, whatever you believe in. You know, give give to 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 something you believe in. Doesn't matter what religion you are. Just give to somebody, help somebody. Uh, but also. Uh, pay yourself first and get something, save up and do all these things, you know, uh, compartmentalize the, the income, but also get something for yourself. Something, not a trip, not out for dinner. You can also get that, but get something physical because okay. that will always remind you of, of what. Sounds like world. a smart mentor. So you got this tag on. Can we get a look at it here? Oh, uh, yeah. It's just a small tag. Oh, this is, oh, beautiful, beautiful. Yeah. 
So, uh, uh, Seth, go ahead, man. Sorry to cut you off like that. Oh, you're fine. Um, that's all fun. So, Raphael, so um, you are helping Amazon sellers kind of pull this off in their business like, like you've been doing for so long. So who is your perfect client? Who are you looking to serve the most? Yeah, um, somebody who understands that marketing is very important. Uh, we actually, a lot of times when the first time we work with them, we try to be as flexible as possible with the pricing because we understand that if we can help them with one listing, they're going to start converting. And once they start seeing that money come in, they're going to come back to us. It's like, it'll be insane or like, it could be insane actually, to go with somebody else if, if I'm helping them. Right? Um, so if we're doing something good for them, it's like the way that I bring something new to the table. I tell my team, my family, everybody has to pitch in put something on the table. That's my way of putting something into the table, you know, putting some skin in the game. I think that's really good advice. So, um, Rafael, so I know you work with Amazon sellers. I see you at events all over the place. Um, never get tired of seeing your handsome face, by the way. And I'll tell you what, Rafael dresses to the nines, man. This guy, he looks sharp. He is sharp. And he, and he presents a, a very, very high profile persona. Just put it that way. Very impressed with your professionalism. But, what is, I mean, I think I just saw you most recently in Chicago, right? At Ecom Summit. It was a cool event for first year. What do you think is the best kept secret right now for Amazon seller success that you'd like to share? Wow, it's a very good question. It's so broad. Um, the best kept secret, honestly, and I know you guys know only one best now. <laughs> I know, I know, I know, no, yeah, no, completely. Um, I just got one of my accounts shut down. And uh -oh. that's, and that's, that's just like, got dark. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so that's like, um, you know, it, it's scary when somebody or someone or an entity uh, or judicial person, which is Amazon, because Amazon is, is a judicial person, um, is, is, has so much control over you. Right. Um, so I would say one of the best kept secrets is actually creating your own community, uh, email list, Facebook group, uh, Instagram group, whatever. To my ears. Yeah, no, no, honestly, that, that is one of the, I, this is what I tell everybody, like you cannot depend only on one platform. Like you just, that's <clears throat> insanity. Um, so I think that's the best kept secret that not a lot of people are, are doing. Um, and the next one is to raise awareness of your brand. Like if people are not seeing your brand, how can they buy your brand? And if they are seeing it and they're not buying into it, you're just wasting money. So I would say have your own community, traffic and conversion. That's how you make money. That's hilarious. Uh, we were just talking about this this morning. Seth and I have been doing this, creating your own community, building your own list, controlling part of your customer's ordering process, and, and having your own source of traffic. We've been doing this since 2014. Yeah. Obviously, we started doing it as a service a few years ago, but everyone was kind of like this. La, 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 la. They don't want to hear it. And now, I actually just sent, uh, sent Seth a message in the background. I said, Seth, we've started a movement. Because he told me this morning, he said, every time I talk to a seller now or even a service provider, they're all talking about email because Amazon has admitted publicly, and I have the report to show it, that outside of, of search traffic on the platform, email traffic to Amazon is the highest converting traffic source outside. I mean, three times better than even social media. Sorry, I know you're a social media guy, but Amazon loves it. And I think the movement is just getting started, like you said, Seth. Yeah, absolutely. So, Raphael, I love the advice. We do need to start transitioning to the later section of our show. But before we do, do you have any special offer for our audience to come and see what you guys can do for them? 
Uh, that's actually a great question as well. Um, I don't. I'm just kidding. I do. Uh, <laughs> Seth was like, what, what are you doing here? Man? There's a little cheat sheet there, the ticker at the <laughs> yeah. bottom. No, no, I do. I do. Um, so what you're seeing, the, the ticker down below, that's what we're offering. Um, but either way, we the best offer I can give you is to give you what I believe is going to be best for your listing. Um, if I have to give you a, a sponsored video for free, I'll give you one for free. If I, I understand there's maybe we find that there are two main keywords that you have, we'll give you two for free. I want to help you. I honestly want to help you because in the end, that's 90% of my business is repeat customers and referrals, literally. Um, and that's how we, we actually make, make our, our ends meet. So make sure you reach out to me. I'll love to get an order for you for your listing or if you have a new a new product, we can you know look at your competitors and get some ideas rolling. Um, yeah, that's my special offer. So how do folks, uh, they can just reach out to you, hello at shareitstudio.com or hit the website, shareitstudio.com to take advantage of the special offer. Is that true? That's it. Um, hello at shareitstudio. If not, shareitstudio.com. If not, just send us a DM uh, on Instagram at shareitstudio, literally on, on Instagram or WhatsApp if you want it. I'll drop it down in the comments if you guys want. Um, yeah, easiest way. You're going to have to give me an easy button, man, on how to how to reshare or uh, utilize that content that you share with me. Because as stupid as it sounds, I honestly don't know. Rafael, you've read, <laughs> you've, you've read a lot. I've seen part of your library and, and your studio there. But over the years, what's been your all-time favorite? Oh, that's a great one. It would be Traction, man. I love Traction. I have it with me. It's my Bible. I've never heard of it. No, no I'm just kidding. I actually have two copies right here. One for the road and one for home. Yeah, trash. I love trash. I literally carry with me every time. Um, here, Seth, I thought he was going to pull out private label millionaire secrets. That's your second favorite, right? I have it on my left side. <laughs> just, I'm just teasing you, Seth. Yeah, that's really good. So um, every now and then, Raphael, we buy something that kind of, uh, you know, changes the dynamic of how we interact with our lives. You know, it's really something fun um, for me a long time ago. Like I really enjoyed my ping pong table when I got my new set, set of AirPods, you know, I was like, man, this really changes the game. Uh, you know, several years ago, that was a lot of fun. So what's something in the last 12 months that you've spent a little too much money on? You may consider it a splurge, but you don't regret spending the money. Um, I would say it was traveling with my brother. So because of political reasons, I can't go back to Venezuela. So what I did is that my brother, um, he has restaurants back home, but he's he's, um, he's rolling out a new one, and he had no budget. So I was like, you know what, bro, I'll pay for you. Um, so we went a whole week in Colombia. Uh, we went to this amazing cathedral. Uh, it's it's within a mine, a salt mine. It's amazing uh, outside a of Bogota. Cathedral within a salt mine. Yeah, no, it's it's insane. It's I uh, only mine salt in like Siberia. I'll, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll send you. I'll send you uh, uh, some pictures, man. It's amazing. Um, and we did that, and we spent a whole week in Colombia, um, and it was amazing. I think that's a, I wouldn't consider it a splurge, but it was definitely that maybe I could invest in that into, into marketing or something <laughs> for me. But it's all right. I, yeah, I haven't seen my brother in a couple of years, so that was travel great. and family. That's the gift that keeps on giving. Yep. Uh, you can't take that experience away once you've had yep. it. Uh, my yep. children have been all around the world a couple of times a few county fairs and whatnot, and uh, they love travel. So whenever these uh, whenever these kids are in school, Raphael, they're like, you know, they're teaching about the Grand Canyon. They're teaching about, um, you know, uh, like Dubai, for example, and, and some history in Europe, and, and they can stand up and say, hey, I've actually been there. Let me tell you about that place. Yeah. And that's something that there's, there's no substitute for. 
exactly. I, I love what Seth says when uh, when his wife every year says, what can I get you for Christmas? And his answer across the board, Seth, I, I never told you this, but I love your answer. He says, get me something or give me something that I can't buy. You know, I can buy anything that I want, but yeah. give me something that I can't buy. And an experience is something that you can't necessarily purchase. So, so I love true. that. All right. So if there's uh, one thing that you want or an idea that you want to leave with listeners today for a takeaway, what would that be? And then we'll wrap this up. Um, well, I would say have smarter people by your side and, and have them help you because that's really helped me along my way in business. Um, I, I understand if, if budget is tight sometimes, which is okay. We all, we all have to live. We all have to buy. We'll, we'll, we all want nice things. But Go within reason of your budget, and sometimes what I figure, what I've seen is that when you spend a little bit more, even though it's riskier, uh, you get a lot ten times more. When I moved into the studio, uh, it was like three, four times what we were expecting expense wise, what we budgeted, but it's turned out way better. Um, as well as for marketing and all these things, I would say surround yourself by with smarter people than you, and don't be afraid. It's it's business. I love it. Spoken from a true Venezolano. How do you say it? Yes, Venezolano. Yes, Venezolano. There you go. Don't go anywhere. I have something I want to talk to you about, Rafael. But this has been another episode of the Post Purchase Podcast and our special guest, Rafael, founder and director of Share Studio. I highly recommend you go check him out at sharestudio.com or across all the social channels. Or just send Raphael a message. He'll actually answer. Hello at shareitstudio.com. May, take us out of here.